2: Recorded live. And this is actually the postgame edition, but uh, we are actually in extra innings because after 19 consecutive, after recording 19 consecutive saves, Francisco Rodriguez blows one by giving up two runs to tie it at nine in the bottom of the ninth.
0: The Tigers jumped out to a seven-nothing
2: lead through two and a half innings as audible Sanchez strikes out Tim Anderson, who is now one for six, one up, one down. As I was just saying, the Tigers just uh, the Tigers uh, jumped out to a seven-nothing lead through two and a half innings, but. Uh, And they just trashed James Shields, but then Matt Boyd started to unravel early on. He gave up two runs in the third, and then the White Sox uh, kept chipping away, and Matt Boyd could not even finish the eighth inning. And therefore, he can't win. You have to go through five. But the rule is in Major League Baseball to get a, to get a win as a pitcher, as a starting pitcher. You have to complete the first five innings entirely. As uh, Adam Eaton singles to right at U.S. Cellular Field, the first of a three-game series, Tigers and White Sox. The White Sox have dropped to fourth place after last night. After Sunday afternoon,
0: White Sox have never tied it until the until the bottom of the night. Now Mel- Melky Cabrera.
2: At that, he's three for five. He's one of those White Sox hitters that that has done a lot of damage. Avisiel Garcia, foreign tiger, who was over four going into that going into that at bat at, in the bottom of the ninth inning, and over two lifetime against Francisco Rodriguez, he hits the game winning he hits the game tying RBI single
0: the center field I mean I mean I mean
2: everyone has a bad night but uh, this but uh, that's not an excuse but uh, in this situation it's a weak excuse because you know You, you just can't, you just can't blow games like that, especially when your team's when your team's bound to lose. Here is uh, Adam Eaton steals second on a bad throw by Jared Saltilamaki. He's uh, he's gained a, he's he's gained a lot of fat weight. He's gained a little bit of fat weight. No offense. And uh, just a reminder. Everyone must log in or create an account to chat and call, otherwise you can just listen If you log in, I will allow you to chat and or call. I give you my word
0: i am i I am blocking both
2: the chat and the call for unnamed guests unless they want to log in to to be heard. Otherwise, they can just listen. But uh, I sincerely apologize
0: for uh, badgering my audience.
2: I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you, I don't know if any, any one of you will ever forgive me or whatnot, but. Anyway, Jose Abreu is being intentionally walked. This is the post-game edition, but uh, we are treating this, uh, we are broadcasting this like an in-game chat because we are in extra innings. It, this game should have been over. K. Rod should have recorded his twentieth, twentieth consecutive save and twentieth overall this this season. And and the intentional walk to Jose Abreu. Puts runners on first and second and two out. Runners on first
0: and second with two out.
2: Francisco Rodriguez is first blown save since opening day. And yes, I had I had this right all along. Now here comes Todd Frazier. 0 for five with an RBI ground out. Runners on first and third. Todd Frazier tries to lay down a suicide, but he went. Or, Or did he cross or no? No, he did not cross. He held up. It's ball one. The pitch was down low.
0: Matt Boyd gave up a, a total of six runs, four of them on the mound. And yes, I have this memorized as well. So
2: that that uh, is an example of why Matt Boyd it, it still has not found his consistency yet. I'm afraid I'm afraid that he's gonna to have to wait two and one on Fraser, who is one for three lifetime with a single and a strikeout against Sanchez. But you know, I can hardly wait until uh Daniel Nor Daniel Norris kit uh progresses his way back slowly but surely. To the starting rotation, swing and a miss by Frazier two and two. Painted just barely painted the corner. Todd Frazier's Todd Frazier doing his best to do to do a little extra dirty cleaning work. Oh, swing and a miss, and Sanchez gets out of that jam when we head to the eleventh.
0: Still tied at nine.
2: Sanchez blew one right by Todd Frazier, who slams the bat. He is now 0 for 6. Tigers with zero errors, the White Sox with three, and the White Sox still come back to tie it at nine in the bottom of the ninth. After being down 7-0 early, the White Sox, the struggling White Sox, like I mentioned a year ago on Blog Talk Radio with with Ed Smith, it's an omen, isn't it? It's a bad omen.
0: Now I'll just have to see whether the Tigers win or lose. uh
2: still a commercial break here uh want to pass my condolences to the entire Michigan State University Spartan Nation for um, for their loss of the uh of their uh, athletic director Ron Mason who uh passed away last night
0: David Robertson is the new pitcher for the Chicago White Sox. JD Martinez leads off three for four. Swinging a miss on a high here. Strike one. Now it's one and one.
2: To blow a lead like that against the White Sox is completely, the struggling White Sox is completely and totally unacceptable. You just can't do it. J.D. career lifetime is 0-2 with two strikeouts, and that's horrible. Not disastrous, but horrible. The Tigers choked this one tonight, even if they win tonight. They choked it in regulation. And that's what you can't do. You just can't freaking do it. J.D. Uh, is giving Robertson a fight. a foul ball after foul ball. J.D. leads off the, the 11th. Five pitch at bat. One and two count. Pitch number six is low and outside. Two and two on a, on a nasty slider. Is that 86 miles an hour? It was. Maybe, maybe it was a slider or curveball or a combination of both. 2-2, two, two, foul ball, right side. Still 2-2. Two two. Seven pitch at bat for J.D. Martinez. Which one will prevail? We'll see. Max Scherzer gets a win for the Washington Nationals. He improves to eight and four, and that's uh, win one on the road. Oh, three and two on on a pitch inside that almost hit JD. Now a full count could have been a base runner, but uh, JD had to move just for his own health. Three two, ground ball to third. That's going to be on number one. One up, one down. It's a It was a nine-pitch at bat, but it was won in the, in the end by David Robertson with a little bit of help.
0: Now here's Justin Upton, who's one for four
2: with a walk and an RBI single. A much-needed RBI single earlier in the game, in like the middle innings. His RBI single was an insurance RBI single in the sixth inning to make it eight to six. It was hit on a on a sharp ground ball to center field, the one zero inside two zero. Cavaliers uh, upset the Warriors, 112-97 in, Oklahoma, in uh, Oakland, California. At Oracle Arena, 2-0. Ooh, just a tad outside. Good eye, Justin Upton. 3-0 on J-Up.
0: Very close
2: pitch. Too close to comfort for comfort. 3-0 foul ball on a pitch in the strike zone.
0: Three and one.
2: Upton had to protect the plate. He just missed hitting it in fair territory. Salto on deck. Jared Salto the catcher. If you're just tuning in. Tied at nine. Top eleven. One out, nobody on. Justin Upton at the plate against David Robertson. The 3-1 pitch. Foul ball again, 3-2. That
0: sails over the mesh.
2: Upton digs back in. David Robertson gets the sign. Now the 3-2. Just a bit inside, he walked him.
0: And Upton is aboard with one out on first.
2: So that will bring up Jared Soltolomacchia. Two for four with two singles, a walk, and two runs scored. A 193 average... Uh, Going on right now. 15 pitches
0: thrown by David Robertson. Throw back to first, Justin Upton back safely. So the Warriors
2: had a chance to uh, clinch the NBA title with ease on their own home court tonight. They failed miserably. In a rare fashion.
0: Oh goodness! Oh, and one on South I was—I just found out Mahir's tweet.
2: He—he he took a photo. About of an email of an email reply from Lynn Henning.
0: And now Salsa Lamachia drives one to right
2: center field. That one's going back, but uh, Garcia makes the catch at, at the fence. And Upton will have to remain on first with two out now. Salty gave it a ride, just not enough power to carry out for that ball to carry out so about that email reply Lynn Henning replied quote me here go jump in the lake unlike an idiot on your level I do my homework Fister's velocity had in fact dropped as the scouts reported And because of that velocity drop, he was getting nailed. It's how people are throwing that matter, except the luckheads like you who want their prejudices honored. As a you always give medical updates on players. You talk with trainers and with doctors and club officials, managers, GMs on projected timetables. They aren't always going to be 100%. That's because the human body isn't always 100% predictable, but that's a lofty concept from airhead to process. Don't waste my time or yours or don't waste my time or yours with with this dribble. Lynn H. Here's Victor Martinez pinch hitting, two for seven lifetime against uh, David Robertson, two strikeouts. Uh, pitch in the dirt on the first
0: pitch, ball one.
2: No wild, no wild pitch on this one. It was gloved by the catcher, so Upton remains on first. Career and extra innings for Victor, 362 average, four RBIs, and 20, four homers and 21 RBIs.
0: The one was uh, curveball, low and inside. Two balls, no strikes. Now the 2-0 two, two, oh, swing and a miss
2: on a, on a sinking curveball. Nasty curveball. 2-1. and The count on Victor.
3: And
0: now
2: it's three and one. Pitch was high and inside. It almost hit Victor. V Mart pinch hitting here.
0: Is he pinch hitting for Jose Iglesias or
2: Avilas? Hopefully, Avilas strike two called on a curve ball outside corner. Full count three balls, two strikes.
0: Okay,
2: here I, I opened the standings uh, window on another uh, page on another tab. Swinging a foul by Victor on a high here. Yeah, Victor Martinez is pinch hitting for M- Mike Aviles. I was right.
0: Should victor reach somehow and at least keep this thing going, then Jose Iglesias'll we'll
2: get a we'll get a, crack at, we'll get a crack at this at David Robertson here the three two low and inside in the dirty walked him so runners on first and second and two out, upton on second, V-Mart on first
0: for Jose Iglesias.
2: He's hitting two forty five right now, this season thus far. He's one for three tonight thus far, an RBI and a run scored.
0: So Victor Martinez draws a walk, creating a critical threat. Zach Duke, the lefty, warming up in the bullpen for the Southsiders. Tigers again
2: blew a seven-nothing lead and blew a nine-seven uh, to allow the White Sox tie it, to tie it at nine. To finally tie it at nine in the bottom of the ninth, when they were up nine to seven, with, with Francisco Rodriguez on the mound,
0: on Peyton.
2: having a chance for a twentieth consecutive save. But blowing one, allowing two runs, especially a game tying RBI single by Oviedo Garcia, who just had his first career hit against K Rod. Andrew Romine pinch hit. Uh, Andrew Romine pinch runs for Victor Martinez. Pecolacios one 0 count. Now it's way in, way outside. It's two and zero. Oh. That's just ball two.
0: The Royals
2: are just a game back in second place. The Tigers, a game and a half back of in the Indians in the AL Central. The White Sox, three games back.
0: And of course, the Twins all the way to the bottom of the sea at
2: 19-43. Second, the second-worst team in the majors as, as Iglesias draws a four-pitch walk to load the bases for Ian Kingsler, who is two for four with two RBIs, two runs scored, and a walk. Two RBIs, a walk, and two runs scored. He's hitting three nineteen. That so. Uh, David Robertson walks the bases loaded. He walked Upton, pinch hitter Victor Martinez, who is now pinch run by Andrew Romine, and now and now Jose Iglesias and now Kinsler, up first pitch strike inside corner on a curveball.
0: What's Kinsler's career against? Career uh, stats against D-Rob, David Robertson. Need at least one run
2: here. Two out, and Kinsler hits one in the air. Pop out to right center field. Garcia makes the catch. Tigers blow an opportunity to take a lead. We still are tied at nine, going in the, the 11th. Losers. I wonder what the hell Mahir wrote to Lynn Henning, by the way. Mahir Bahatnagar? You can follow him on Twitter at Mahir Bahatnagar.
0: Oh, God. Leslie is still not calling in.
2: Let me just pass out here. Why can't the White Sox just end it now? Sanchez, back of the mound, swinging a miss.
0: Strike one. Brett Lowry takes one low and inside, one-on-one. Leslie is waiting for the game to end. Two and one on Laurie. And now Laurie
2: takes takes Sanchez uh, to not so deep left field. Almost down the line, Upton makes the catch. One up, one down. Yeah, I tweeted Lynn Hennings to, to Mayor Botnagar that Lynn Henning should just jump in a lake of fire. Then Miranda McCoy tweeted, uh, well, that replied to me, well, that escalated
0: quickly. <laughs> it was supposed to, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Now on two on, Abisael Garcia who tied the game in the ninth. He did it with.
2: He hit he hit that line drive single on a on a meatball thrown by K Rod that that can't happen. That was a bad pitch, and if I were Francisco Rodriguez in that situation, I would have walked Abisael Garcia just to load the bases. It, because there were runners on first and second. There was nobody on third whatsoever. So so it doesn't tie the – so that – so a walk doesn't tie the game in that situation, pitch high one and two.
0: And Garcia strikes out, two up, two down. Wait a minute, that's there. I uh, use my
2: DVR remote. I was using my DVR remote, my DVR remote, my DVR remote digital digital video recorder.
0: Now, a strike called
2: to Deonor Navarro. Deonor Navarro could have won the game at the bottom of the ninth. I was begging him to. Going in the line drive, fouled out of the first baseline, strike two. Oh, man.
0: 31 pitches thrown by out of Los Sanchez.
2: pitch number through 32 coming up. The O2. Swinging a line shot a line soft, line soft to Kinsler.
0: Other scores for
2: Major League Baseball: As Louis Tenor is not here, not on the air tonight. Only four final scores right now. The Kansas City Royals beat the Cleveland Indians two to one at Kauffman Stadium. The Washington Nationals beat the Chicago Cubs four to one. Two of the best teams in the majors right now in the National League. Phillies shut out the Blue Jays seven nothing at Rogers Center in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And the Reds add to the Braves nine eight. Both te- both those two teams are struggling. Live ga- games are still live going on right now. Dodgers are threatening with the bases loaded and one out, but in the top of the eighth, the top of the eighth, they they trail the Arizona Diamondbacks three two at Chase Field. The Twins in the West Coast are leading the Angels nine to three in the eighth inning, just getting underway. The Oakland Athletics scorching the Texas Rangers at, at Oakland Alameda, Alameda County Stadium, fourteen to four in the bottom of the sixth. It's no contest there. The A's are going to win that one. The Miami Marlins lead the San Diego Padres twelve to four. In the top of the seventh, with one out and nobody on, and the San Francisco Giants just got out, just got, just finished the top of the sixth. They're heading to the bottom of the sixth. They lead the Milwaukee Brewers, the, Mil, uh, the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Brewers, Brewers, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers five to four in the sixth inning, tops up a of six. Cameron Maven just struck out swinging two for six. Now Miguel Cabrera up. He's one for four with two strikeouts, two walks, and two runs scored. Now he grounds out, one for five. Batting under 300. Now Nick Castellanos, the cleanup hitter.
0: He's already one for six. Cameron Maven has already walked once. else do due as a strike.
2: Called. Two out, nobody on. Two up, two down. Top 12, tied at nine at U.S. Cellular Field in Chicago. Tigers had a 7 nothing lead. White Sox started chipping away at Matt Boyd and the rest of the bullpen. They finally tied it with two runs in the bottom of the ninth. against Francisco Rodriguez blew a save his first blown save is since opening day with nineteen consecutive saves recorded in between two and one on house two two consecutive low curve balls now the two one swing and a line drive and a single to center. So Cassianos is two for seven
0: on the night. And that'll bring up JD Martinez, who was three for five with a walk, Uh, an intentional walk rather,
2: sacrifice fly, I think. I'm guessing about out. JD Martinez drives one to left field. And that's gone! No, it's not gone. It's caught. He
0: just got under it. He just got under it, so... J.D. Martinez flies out to left. Melky, Melky Cabrera made the catch. And we go to the bottom of the 12th. My ass. I don't need shit from him.
1: Yeah. Fuck. Fucking. Fucking.
0: anyway uh... J.B. Shook. We'll lead off to the bottom of the 12th.
2: 14 hits apiece. Three airs for the White Sox, none for the Tigers. Just un-freaking-believable.
0: Awful. Terrible. J- JB go for three. First pitch is way high. Swing and a miss on the next one. One-on-one. Foul ball one
2: and two. Love them or hate them, the Pittsburgh Penguins are again the Stanley Cup champions. Fourth Stanley Cup championship in their franchise history. Had to sneeze.
0: Good God! Audubon Sanchez still on the mound, and now a line drive fair,
2: first base side. JB Schott is gonna get his first hit of the game. It's uh, it's a double, standing double.
0: Bad tumble by by Cabrera. Bad dive. So it's a one out double. And
2: now it's and now he's at third on on a ground out. On a on a butt. Sacrifice bunt to Castellanos. It's a leadoff double by Shook. By Shuck. JV Shuck.
0: Tim Anderson moved him. He's
2: still one for six.
0: Adam Eaton up.
2: One out. Shuck on third. Three for four
0: for Adam Eaton.
2: Three singles, a walk, a stolen base, a sacrifice, fly, and two runs scored. Strike called. One on one.
0: Come on it, Adam. I mean, just end this. I don't care who wins. 4.15 career batting average and extra innings. A homer, five RBIs. Swung on and missed there. on a high here, one and two. Sanchez has a chance.
2: Honorable Sanchez has a chance here. So does Eaton. They both have a chance. Eaton fouls
0: one off. Still one and two. Malky Cabrera is on deck. Eaton should Eaton not not deliver the game-winning run? The one-two is inside two and two. Sanchez with a six-zero-six ERA. And now Eaton does drive in the game-winning run on an infield single. Tigers suck. They can't go blow. White Sox win 10-9. Cut the fucking shit on this.
2: Cubs still the best team in the majors 43 and 9 19 Washington the second best in the majors 40 and 24 I'll report. Leslie will be on in four minutes. So the Tigers blow a, a seven-nothing lead and a nine-seven lead to lose tw- ten-nine and twelve innings. Twelve
0: innings. Just
2: fucking misery. Fucking implosion. Audible Sanchez drops to three and seven. It just stabs me in the artery to say this, but Sanchez was pitching well until that 12th inning when he gave up that leadoff double to JB Shock. Adam Eaton drove him in. Uh, Tim, Tim Anderson moved him to third with a sacrifice line, and, and then Eaton singled him Paul.
0: I blame most of this on Matt Boyd for uh,
2: the 50%. Actually, uh, yeah, 60 to 70% is on Matt Boyd. The other 30% is 30 to 40% is on the bullpen.
0: Jordan Zimmerman
2: against Miguel Gonzalez tomorrow at eight ten, And then and then Wednesday at eight ten, Mike Calvary against Chris Sale again. Then the Tigers uh, head to Kansas City for four against the defending World Champion Royals. First three of those games at eight fifteen. Second, uh, and then Sunday, the fourth game is at two
0: fifteen. I'm going to flip the bird on Keyron on this one. I'm going to flip the bird on Matt Boyd. So I'm gonna take a one minute break. Just to sit here and uh, not say a word. Sit here on this exercise ball next to my computer Zach Duke gets the win.
2: It's just a a shitty email by Lynn Henning. Here's my reaction to it.
0: Okay, well, it looks like we have a problem here. Well, I'm still connected to the internet. I can I can access the Firefox I have to do some decorating here on my screen here, my computer screen here.
2: Hey, Leslie's gonna be on the
0: line here. Shut up. Piece of shit. All
1: right. There's nothing I want to hear. What's your problem there, pal? Can I get a bit of
0: sleep? Don't cut me. Much better. That gave me a heart attack right there. My God. my my reaction to the loss <laughs> You are an
2: absolute disgrace. So this is the Michigan Sports Truth postgame edition where
1: You work extra harsh, so you don't have to.
0: Tigers are a joke.
2: I just want to, once again, I apologize to uh, all the listeners out there, but just a fair warning.
1: Don't pull my fucking show with this crap. Don't
0: you think I know that? All right. There we go, Leslie. You're on.
3: What the hell happened tonight? What the hell happened? I mean, I took a Matt, nap.
2: Matt Boyd. Matt Boyd allowed six runs in four and two thirds innings. If yeah. you, in in case you missed it.
3: Yeah, I I, I saw that, I saw Boyd pitch for the first five innings, and then it was eight eight four something like that, and I decided to take a nap because I figured
2: eight to six.
3: Eight to six. Yeah. I figured, thank you, I figured I would take a nap, because, you know, the White Sox stink, and the Tigers have been so good, I figured, you know, let me take a nice nap, the next thing you know, I get up, the game is tied, and I'm like, wow, what happened? I
2: watched the entire damn game.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't miss that part of it, but wow, wow, I mean, listen, this is not the end of the world.
2: They weren't. They a- weren't robbed. They were not robbed. They gave that one away.
3: Yeah, this yeah, this is not season ending. This is not the end of the world. But this is a terrible loss because you gotta have in this game against a bad White Sox team, a team that basically has given up. A team that kind of quit on their manager. So and you go out there and give them a chance to win. I I, I don't get it. This is just a terrible loss because now you got Chris Sale pitching Wednesday, the Sox team in the series. So yeah, this loss hurts. This loss really, really hurts. I mean, if it was against the Indians and Wolves, this would be so much worse.
2: But it, uh, it paralyzes, it, it kind of paralyzes you, uh, if, especially when you uh, blow a 7 nothing lead er- that early and finally uh, lose the lead in the ninth inning. Transitional yeah. Rodriguez was, was throwing throwing crap balls after, after recording 19 consecutive saves, his first his first blown save on uh, since opening day. And and yeah, I nailed it on the damn head. <laughs> All along, the facts are there. Just just check the schedule and uh, do some homework on that, folks.
3: Well, you know what? You know I've been a Matt Board supporter, but this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. You can't blow a 7-2 lead. You've got to learn to pitch deep into the game. You cannot just pitch four innings. If you, if you only can pitch four, innings, you shouldn't be in the rotation. End of story. Uh, I, again, I know Matt Sports is a young starter. He's learning on the job. I get all that. But he's got to make progress. I mean, you can't just be an okay starter. you got to be great.
2: He wasn't, he wasn't making progress at all tonight. Let me top it off with this rule here. In mm-hmm. order to, to in order to win as a starting pitcher, you have to complete five innings pitched entirely.
3: Right. At least. And he couldn't even do that either, Matt Boyd, right?
2: That that's that's the worst part of it all.
3: Yeah. I mean come on. Listen, when you have a seven two lead, you've got to go at least seven or eight innings. You can't just go Drop the bed once you're in the fourth inning. You can't just give him and be tired. You can't go out there and just fall apart. You just can't. When you have a 7-2 lead, I expect you to toughen up. I expect you to, to ride the raven and get to the 8. I expect you to save the bullpen. I don't expect you to just fall apart and lose it altogether once the fourth inning comes. If you cannot get past the fourth inning, if you cannot uh, face the hitters second time around, you shouldn't be in the rotation. Simple as that. And again, listen, Matt Boyd's doing an okay job, but one more he's bad just start not like, ready. yeah, one more start like this, he's got to be out of rotation because I'm not gonna. You cannot tolerate a starter not giving you nothing. I mean, <sighs> you know, I want to see Matt Boyd do well. I like to see our young starters do well. I love seeing young players do well. It's fun. It's so fun when you see what Michael Fulmer's doing. I want to see the same for Matt Boyd. But if Matt Boyd's doesn't give you this, you can't accept it.
2: No, no, he definitely can't. Uh, it'll It'll be a matter, of, and it'll be a matter of time before uh, Daniel Norris uh, slowly but surely progresses his way back into the rotation. But uh, there's another option, Shane Green, pitched a one, can't. two, three, eighth inning.
3: I I don't know if you're ready to put Green in the rotation. You know why? You need to have that good, strong end of the bullpen. If Green is so good in the seventh inning, how do you take him out? You can't. I mean. Uh, it's tempting to take Shane Green out, but, you know, if Shane Green had fight a role in the seventh inning, you could end the game by the seventh inning. I don't know why would you want to pick a good thing, Taylor. I don't know why would you do that. Well, I understand it's tempting, but, you know, and this is why you want your starters to do your job. Why? You can't keep changing roles. I mean, it's not good for a team. It's not healthy. You can't... You, you take one valuable part of the... Uh, pitching the uh, role, it takes an effect. I mean, now the Tigers solidified their 7th, 8th, and ninth inning role, and this is something they have lacked forever, and now you take Shane Green out because your starter can't pitch. This sucks. This absolutely sucks. This is why this is so disappointing. I'm not ready to take Shane Green out only because he's kind of needed in the, in the bullpen, but you know, if Pellfield Boyd can't give you anything, then you gotta do to make the change. I mean, I hope it doesn't come down to this. This is why this is so disappointing, Taylor.
2: Well, uh, uh well, now now here's the situation here. You got Matt Boyd who still isn't ready to, to be a starting pitcher in the major leagues. You got Shane Green uh either progressing or not progressing still as a relief pitcher. Uh you got Daniel Norris still rehabbing in Toledo, and then you got Audubon Sanchez, who gave up the game-winning RBI infield single to uh, Adam Eaton, scoring um, JB Shuck.
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, do you want Anibal back in the rotation? Do you really want him there? I don't. I think. not no, me neither. So there doesn't... goes Audubon. I mean.
2: So, uh, so I mean, we narrow it down to three.
3: I mean, Anibal's good for a guy to be a swingman in the bullpen. That's it. That's his role now. You can't have him in the rotation. He's not ready. Uh, unless you're in desperate times, you can't do that. Yeah, Daniel Lewis has got to be in the rotation. And it's about time. He can't keep doing his thing in Toledo. I mean, what is the point of doing all the minors? I mean, he's already done that in his career. He's got to start pitching the majors.
2: Yeah, and uh, that, that's up to Al Avila to, to determine that.
3: Yeah, uh, something like that. Because, yeah, Avila—he's got to do something. I mean, uh, this can't yeah, go man. on. You can't have a starter be unreliable like Mike Pelfi and uh, and Matt Boyd. I mean, I, I again, I don't think Matt Boyd's been bad, but they're both inconsistent. Yeah, and I can't take this type of performance like tonight. I just can't. I can't take a starter who has a seven-two lead and just. Tires out in the fourth inning. If you cannot pitch in the fourth inning, go to the bullpen and do something else because you can't be in the rotation. you got to earn it. And tonight, i got to say I'm down on Matt. I really And I, I did tell you, I, I asked you how much of a factor it was pitching with a big lead had of effect. And looking back, you know what? You're right in the sense that he can't go past the fourth inning. That, that, that's the concern.
2: Yeah, that's just, that's, that just sucks.
3: Yeah, it's terrible. This is, this is the type of loss that could hurt a team. And listen, this is not season-ending loss. This is just one, 162, this is just one of, uh, one game out of 162 seasons. You really have to keep that in perspective. But, you know, you can't blow leads like this. You can't blow the 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 money in the bank. You can't go blow this opportunity. This is the game the Tigers had a win in the bank. I mean, with Cleveland losing, this was a chance for the Tigers to gain a game. And especially with the world beating Cleveland, you got to win this game. I and mean, this is why this loss sucks.
2: Yeah, now I'm refreshing the MLB standings. Yeah, and it, looks, and it looks like the Tigers are are back down to three games back of, of the Cleveland Indians.
3: Yeah, I mean, imagine they lost like it to Cleveland and Kansas City. This would be like 1,000 times worse if they lost this type of game to Cleveland and Kansas City. I mean, this is a game you got to win. I mean, you have a chance to take the series tomorrow. Instead now, the Tigers are going to try to avoid uh, not losing the series. Actually, the Tigers are going to try to avoid losing the series to the White Sox tomorrow. I mean, this, this just sucks, man. This was a game I thought they had. They were going to win. You thought they were going to win even before the game starts. Seven-two. The way the Tigers were hitting the white—I right. mean, their own fans were booing their own team. I mean, this is terrible.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, it's terrible.
3: I mean, listen, I'm not going to fault Ian Kinsler, okay? But the base is loaded. I'm not going to fault J.D. Martinez. I'm not going to start faulting the offense. You know what? You got to win. We got nine runs. When you score nine runs, you better win the game. Okay, I'm not gonna blame, and I'm not gonna blame on K Rod because, you know what? He's not gonna be perfect. Ever. No clues are ever gonna be perfect, as you know, Taylor. Uh, I can't fault K Rod on this, and he's been so good. No, well, no, no, no.
2: I- I'm I'm not gonna pull K Rod. Here's a question for you. Yeah. With uh, Avisail Garcia batting and uh, K Rod throwing mostly balls with a three-two count. With runners on first and second, a tying run in scoring position. Even if I, uh, even if Avisio Garcia is over four, was over four going into that that at bat, over two lifetime against Francisco Rodriguez. If you're K Rod, do you do you pitch out of the strike zone and risk walking lower the bases because it doesn't tie the game, and instead of giving up that game, instead of what what he what he actually did, which was gave up gave up that Game time RBI single in the ninth, scoring that, that runner from second base. Think about and, that.
3: You know, I didn't see the game to come, so I really uh, really don't want to stay out of turn, but I would have pitched to him because, again, again, I didn't see the game, so I didn't see that ending. So I, I, was, I was sleepy. I got up in the bottom of the ninth. Um, Are you out of turn by? You know what? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take your word for it here because i would going to pitch to him anyway, regardless. Because he's not like Garcia, the White Sox best player. You got to pitch to him. You got to try to get the strike. I mean, good K wise Okay. All right, fine. But just don't
2: throw a damn. Just don't
3: throw a damn meatball to Abisio Garcia, who's
2: tr- who's struggling to get his first career hit against Fra- Francisco Rodriguez. Yeah, he was due, at, and he and he finally got it off a meatball. That's a mistake.
3: That's the biggest mistake that you cannot make. And that's fair. Uh Taylor, I see that passion from you. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, but again, I look back to Matt Boyd. I mean, I know I'm not being repetitive on this, but you know, you you pitch you you find a way to pitch fifth, sixth or seventh innings. You don't waste the bullpen, you don't waste K R you don't waste anybody. I mean maybe none of this would have happened. I don't know. But yeah, when you're wasting a big lead and you got to force K.Y. to go out and pitch on the night, he probably was not mentally ready to pitch. You know, it's disappointing. It's, uh, you know, this is why it goes back to Matt Boyd. I mean, he does his job. He does well for seven or eight innings. We don't even talk about all this. We don't talk about what happened late in the game. So, you know, it should have never came down to this, Taylor. never should have.
2: I I, I know, and I, I, would, I would put most of the blame on Matt Boyd for uh... – pitching in, so inconsistently earlier tonight right. and 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 that, that that that's all there is uh there's there's not much blame you could put on the manager
3: yeah, well for that maybe, office
2: tonight as much as as, as bad as he is in, with uh, his in game decision making in high le- in high leverage situations especially um it, it's just it's most of the blame is just on matt boyd
3: yeah. period. And now he's got to do well the next start. If he doesn't go deep, if he doesn't go past the fifth inning, I don't want him in the rotation because uh, I can't have a guy out there pitching if he's only going to do four innings. I can't. And I don't think the Tigers can either. I I don't think they should be the position where they got to throw their relievers out there when Matt... I mean, they already told their relievers when Mike starts. Now you're going to have do it again with Matt? No. you you got to do something better than that. And... Next start's gonna be interesting for him. I, I wanna see serious progress. I don't wanna just see him get by. Because this is not why you should be in a rotation. You should be in a rotation because you're good enough to win every fifth day, not getting by.
2: Uh yeah. Yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta pitch you gotta pitch a lot a lot better to uh com- complete a five in five plus inning start. When so the
3: right? It's just disappointing, man. I mean, but now you've got to move on. You've got to get rid to win tomorrow Irritating. night. and, and Yeah, you've got to move on and win tomorrow night. You know, this is why this hurts, because the Tigers have so much good momentum going. They, they swept the White Sox. They took two out of three against Toronto, won this weekend at New York. You take two out of three against the Yankees on the road, and now you go lose a game like this. This is all the momentum. You know, momentum's everything. I mean, one bad loss could result to three losses. Just like that. This is why. This is very disappointing.
2: Yeah. It's
0: to
3: top just, it off,
2: Matt Matt Boyd is just not ready.
3: Yeah, you might be right. I mean, how, how do we take him seriously after to tonight? I I mean, I'm trying to support him. I'm trying to be encouraging. I'm trying to be as optimistic as I can. I understand the young pitcher, but when you have a gotta be truthful. Yeah, when you were seven, when you have a seven-two lead.
2: I expect show. you to get
3: it done. I expect yeah. you to push more than four innings.
2: 7 nothing lead to top it off.
3: Yeah, seven nothing. I mean, I expect you to do better, and this is just so, this is just so disappointing. I mean, just the whole game itself. I mean, Tigers had no business losing this game. No business. And, uh, I mean, next door Matt Boyd better start doing better because now he's on the clock. I mean this is not a, the major leagues is Who? not about learning on the job, it's about doing. Okay. Who? The major leagues. The all major them. leagues is about doing on the job. This is not learning on the job. Not when you got many veterans on the team. No. I mean this no, is not a rebuilding I, team. Uh you all you, you of either leagues. produce or you don't. It's right. black and white. So
2: so the next two games, um, Jordan Zimmerman against Miguel Gonzalez, and then Mike Calfrey the rematch, against Chris <laughs> Dale.
3: Yeah, this is, you know, this is why this is another point loss, because you got James Shields, who stinks. James Shields, okay, whose days are behind him, okay? This the just Tigers, in. The this Tigers picked yes. him up.
2: Yep. This just in. The Tigers have just optioned Bobby Parnell to the AAA Toledo Mudhands and will recall Buck Farmer from triple a i
1: don't
3: want to watch i don't want to watch bobby pernell pitch anymore this guy sucks i saw him with the mets last year he never was good he's a he's a he he's decent but i think ever since he had that injury with his arm he's never been the same pitcher again now i just don't know why the Titans this is kind like of, hmm?
2: this is like the third time that uh buck farmer has been called up this season from <laughs> from from the Hens.
3: yeah crazy right but here's the thing, about this just goes yep. to show you the Tigers have no good options. I mean, Bobby Purnell's yeah. I mean, yeah, another guy. Bobby yeah, go
1: ahead. Pennell's,
3: yeah, Bobby Purnell's another guy. I mean, he, he, he did not do anything tonight. He was terrible. And <sighs> if he going to give you this, he shouldn't be picking except, anymore. Ex, ex, except finish the fifth inning. That's all he did. Get yeah, that and, he could, out. and he couldn't get it done either, Bobby Purnell. I mean, yeah. I can't watch him y- either anymore. I mean, I'm good to, to lead in Rock there because uh, I can't watch him pitch anymore. And I like him. I liked him in the Mets, but he's going to give you this. He shouldn't be pitching either. I mean, no surprise he was opting out immediately after the game.
2: Yeah. Thank God Bobby Parnell is uh, back in the minors again.
3: But. Yeah, I mean, you know, you go out and lose to James Shields. I mean, James Shields was telling. He was getting booed at home. I mean, James Shields has made a poor impression to Chicago sports fans by pitching two bad outings, and to lose this game, this just sucks. And you know what's sad? I think James Shields outpitched Matt Boyd tonight. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
2: it seems like it.
3: Because so- at least Shields was able to go deep into the game at least. Matt Boyd couldn't even do that.
2: Uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of, well, both James Shields and Matt Boyd pretty much evenly suck.
3: Yeah, that's a good description, Taylor. That's a good way of saying it. it yeah,
2: sucks. Yeah.
3: it's
2: it's like an absolute, it's almost like an absolute tie here.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, again, there's nothing good to say about Matt Boyd. I mean, one of my Twitter followers trashed him after the game, and I can't even disagree anymore. I'm trying to support him, but... If this is what he's going to give you. This is be, you're better off finding somebody else. That's what it's come down to.
2: Yeah, I, I and uh, James Shields was just acquired from the White Sox. He's who done <laughs> uh, a week a weekend ago. Yeah, and that was just a bad trade by the White Sox.
3: Yeah, and we talked about it last week. Uh, that I didn't like the trade. I, I didn't think much of the trade. And yeah, the, we, did, we
2: did. We did.
3: And to think some Tigers fans wanted to trade Mike Fulmer for him. Are you kidding me? I mean, are you kidding me? Trading a Mike Fulmer for a guy whose best days are behind him? I mean, if Al Avila made that trade, he would be fired on the spot. He should be fired on the spot. It would just be a stupid move uh, to trade, oh, Mike, oh, yeah. Fulmer, to trade he, Mike Fulmer for James he,
2: Shields. Yeah, yeah. How <laughs> would trade so that for Damn him. stupid.
3: Yeah. I, I didn't get the James Shulag with with because James Sheila has been done for a while. He's not the pitcher he was 10 years ago anymore. He's not.
2: The he's p- at the tail end of his career.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, he wasn't even that good in Kansas City. He was all right in Kansas City. And now he's just That's flat. A yeah. Yes. Just, this is, you know. Now you just got to get ready for tomorrow. You got to forget about this loss. You got to have amnesia in a long season. And. I'm sure the Tigers are going to be all right. I mean, it's a long season. That's the beauty of baseball. You get to play every day. You get to bounce back very quickly. So, I guess the best way—that's the best way I can say it.
0: So, well, let's
2: move on here.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, Gordy Howe passes away. Uh, another tragedy after Muhammad Ali, and then uh, Michigan State University. Uh, Mason, athletic director uh, Ron Mason passes away a night ago.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, it's just and and the uh, Orlando tragedy. It's what in yeah. the what in the actual hell is going on?
3: Well, what happened, to Orlando? You know what? This is what our society is all about. I mean, unfortunately, people hating each other because of sexual orientation, race, you know. That this is bad. I mean, we should not We should not just forget this is just about attacking gay members of the community. This was an attack on America again. That's something we should realize. I mean, I mean no matter what, I mean, a gay nightclub or whatever, you know, it's unacceptable. This should never happen. And, you know, what, is, what in the world have we come to the fact that we're numb to this, that this is no longer news. And today there was another shooting in Brooklyn today. In New York. I mean, when does it end? I don't think it's going to end. I think it's going to continue to happen more and more because people like to copycat, and we live in a world where people hate each other. I mean, this starts at well, school.
2: Let me tell you this: the, the the suspects who who committed those crimes should at least serve life in prison.
3: Yeah, he, he killed himself. That that bastard. And he, he he killed himself. I think he did. Yeah.
2: You think? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think. It, I think you better. Uh, I think. It, I think you better dig up a source uh, real yeah, quick I, and uh, find out if, yeah, it, well, if he killed himself or not.
3: Well, I'll find out. But I, I had to think. You let's know, face it. I mean, you know how these these people are. They kill themselves before they get caught. They don't want to serve in prison. They probably will kill themselves because it's such a courageous thing to do, quote unquote. I mean, yeah. You know, I, I I I thought he did anyway. I mean, I had to look it up. You're right. I mean. I mean, I'm gonna to have to say he did only because there's nobody who would want to go commit himself to the authorities. I mean plus it's gonna be hard to escape too, you know? No, i have to find it out, not not I never not not come to think about it, I I had to find out now. But what does it say about our society, Taylor?
2: I know. Forty nine people losing their lives in that in that Orlando incident and then then you get then you add Three more passing away: Muhammad Ali, Gordy Howe, and Ron Mason. That's fifty-two people passing away in in over a week.
3: Yeah, yeah you know
2: this world is this world is uh, almost going to hell.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have to be vigilant. What do, what does it say that we have to worry about our safety now? Whenever we go out, we can't even think about having a good time anymore. We got to worry about our safety, like. I go to a sports bar Friday night. The last thing I want to think about is worry really about being safe. You know, the last thing I want is a nut job coming to my uh, establishment and start killing people because, uh, uh, you know. But that's, this is the reality we live in. This is the world we live in. I mean, this is just an unfortunate part of the world we live in. I mean, you've got to be vigilant. I mean, like when I go to a sports bar, I want to watch a game and have a good time with people and enjoy my food. Or enjoy my beer. I don't want to think about, you know, that, and, I, and that's the last thing any human being wants to think about. But, you know, you know, this world has so much problems. You know, people want a have haven to get away from all this, and that's why people go to nightclubs. That's why people go to sports sports. That's why people go out. That's why mm-hmm. people, you know, do all these things. And the last thing they need is to hear this. It's, it's distressing. It's an attack on America. It's an attack on homosexuals. It's an attack on human beings. It's just... It's just depressing. You know, when I logged on Twitter Sunday afternoon after I came from Jehovah's Witnesses, I was on a computer watching the Tigers-Yankees game. And when I see the news that 50 people died in a mass murdering event, It's, it, it eats your soul. I mean, this is an attack on America again.
2: I think a lot of people... Uh... A lot more people in, in today's world need to go go back to church.
3: Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, that,
1: just uh, you may be
3: right. you know, you may yeah. be right. I mean, but you know what it is, Taylor? People are influenced hating. I mean, we live in a world where hating is good. That's the problem, Taylor. We live in a world where hating is good, where bullying is accepted, where, you know, uh... We live in a world where killing is a great thing. We live in a world where injuring people is a great thing. We live in a world where it's okay to mock others. It's okay to taunt people. It's. We live in a world where it's okay to be a cruel cool person. That's the problem, Taylor. And until people change, it's never gonna it's never gonna change. And that's the sad reality. I mean, this is the world we live in. This is the. You know, it starts at school when. Kids start making fun of others, you know, it only it encourages hate. It seeps hate. It brings a seed of hate. And people don't forget that. You know, people being bullied, people have long memories. It's something you don't forget. Until these things change at school, everything, this is going to be a big time problem. I mean, this is racism. This was everything out there.
2: Yep. And, um,.
3: I mean, no matter that's where that's you go, it. no matter where you go, you're never going to be safe. That's depressing, man.
2: That, that's why we have to prepare for self-defense. We have to, uh, we have to fight back somehow.
3: Yeah. If only we had
1: the courage.
2: I got, I got, I got, uh, I got a self-defense uh, plan of my own. Here, right here in my apartment. <laughs> well, I, I have a, I have a, I have a baseball Halloween mask, a, a black graduation gown, <laughs> a baseball bat, some uh, black mechanics gloves.
3: Yeah, you got. I, I got
2: my own. I even got. I even have my own silverware.
3: Yeah, you got to, uh, you know. It's it's sad that we live in a world where we need to have self defense. You I mean you got to defend yourself, which is which is really an indictment of our society. You got to defend yourself. And sometimes,
2: really... sometimes the best way of de- uh, for self de- best way of self defense is kicking major
3: ass. Yeah, well, you have to be good at it too. That's another thing. But you got to try. I was especially stand- good. Listen, like TMFDM, stand- when their song "Professional Killer." Yeah, if you stand up for yourself, at least you gain some sort of respect, even if you lose the war or battle, I mean, at least you stand up for yourself, you know, it's a different, it's a different thing, but...
2: Oh, yeah, make sure you put on some armor here, too.
3: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I mean, but it's just... If you have some. If you have some. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just a sad world we live in, I mean... this is not a good way to start your Sunday morning, logging on your computer or your smartphone and find out that 50 people are dead in a mass murder on a Sunday morning. I mean, that's the worst way to start a day. And Taylor, I I, I don't know what to say. I I mean, it's, it's sad. It's depressing. It's, I mean, how do you feel good about it? I mean, um... It's hard to enjoy life when you see something like this. It really is. Because you just don't know what's it's going to happen next. You know it's going to happen again. That's just the way it is. That's just the way the world is run.
2: That's why there's the Army, the Navy, and the SWAT team. They,
3: yeah. They I mean, serve
2: everywhere in the world.
3: That's why we got to appreciate our country. we got to appreciate the men that fight for our country. These men are fighting for our country because of our... To give us the freedom to live and enjoy, and these, these guys volunteer to do this. I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. Remember I mean, what what happened in nine eleven. Yeah, America started America started fighting back overseas, and uh, they they responded with that with no mercy whatsoever.
3: Yeah, and so I think it may be time to go back to that again. And that's why I feel if Donald Trump wins the election, it's going to happen. That's why one of the reasons why I feel Donald Trump will win the election because he will take action.
2: Oh yeah.
3: I mean, he's going to take action. I mean, you know, Hillary Clinton. I don't think we have time for pragmatism anymore. I don't think we have time for political correctness. I think we need to take action. I
2: never.
3: I never liked Hillary Clinton. I I, hope, I mean I, I I mean she just she doesn't love me. she just she offers nothing okay she absolutely offers nothing. We, uh, I'm tired of the Clintons to begin with. We need someone new. We need someone who knows what the hell he's doing. We need someone who's done with political correctness. We need someone. I mean, listen, does Trump have issues? Sure, but at this point, we live in a country where we live in a world where everybody has issues. So and I don't want to hear about how oh, Hillary Clinton is great. He's not great. He's not. She's probably as bad as Trump, maybe worse. So what difference does it make? He's a bully just like anybody else. But I don't think I trust her running this country. I just don't. And I don't think we need another version of the Clintons anymore. And I'm not a Donald yes. Trump fan. I, I couldn't care less about him. But at least he's not going to back down. That's the one thing I like, like about Trump. He'll take action.
2: Yeah, yeah, I love that. Never back down. That's that's a that's a positive attitude. That's a that's the one that's the one important attitude that Donald the, the one important a- attribute that 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 the president of the United States should have.
3: Yeah, Hillary Clinton does
2: think, not have that. Donald Trump does.
3: Think, and I don't think Obama does either.
2: Obama, no, no.
3: And what exactly has he done as the president of the United States, by the way? I mean, it's not like he's been a great eater.
2: He's been he's been giving he, he's been giving back to uh, everybody else in the world except for America. Yeah. That's what he's done.
3: Yeah, although other foreign countries have benefited more than we benefited under Obama. And you know, I I haven't seen anything to think Obama is great. I don't think he's bad, but I don't think he's great. I think we need someone who knows what the hell he's taking. We need a president who's going to take charge, serious change, charge. And the fact that is being endorsed by Obama, I don't think it's a good thing. We need real changes. Real, real changes. We need someone who's going to go above the establishment. We need someone who's going to go above the rims of the party. We need a government where it's not about partisans. It's about uh, running the country with the best of his ability. That's and then Donald Trump is just a refreshing candidate.
2: Well, uh, I think yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, but I
3: I, and I don't even like Donald Trump.
2: Right. hmm
0: I, I, I don't like you. Donald
3: Trump, but you know what? I, I need to, I want action.
2: Me too. Me too. Me too. Well, uh, I there's a there's another sports topic that I'd like to discuss. So. Yes, uh, yep. Uh, the Lions uh, they were hosting three-time Pro Bowl wide receiver. Anquan Bolin for a visit, but but because uh, he worked with uh, Jim Caldwell in Baltimore. But mm-hmm. then they uh, 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 and in the process they sign another wide rec- they sign another wide receiver, Andre Roberts, to a one year deal. A former third round pick has 2,711 career yards and uh, passing yards and 13 touchdowns. Yeah,
3: yeah. You know what with the Lions, I think uh, it's about getting strength in numbers. It's about depth. That's what it has been under the new general manager. It's about uh, depth, and Quinn wants to build depth now. And you know that's what it comes down to. Because remember, Bob Quinn learned from the Patriots' way. You can never have enough depth, and that's what it is. It's all about having depth now. But I mean, the way I look at it, you have so much depth. How good are you? I mean, you don't want to have that much depth. You want to have it's not. It's about quality, not quantity. And it seems like this is yep. this line seems all about quantity, more than quality at this point. I mean, this is what what the Lions are at this point. This is what they are at this stage.
2: And then uh, some some Stephen Talk news: the Lions are expected to release linebacker Stephen Talk in the next few weeks because yeah, good uh, Stephen Stephen Talk has been excused from the from the mandatory mini camp. And uh, he was waiting for the release. Uh, it sounds like, sounds like Leslie. It sounds like that Stephen Tullock is was was asking for his release from the Detroit Lions.
3: Yeah, yeah, good for him. For what He's
2: reason? So. Oh yeah, He's it's Jesus. good. But for what reason?
3: I I, 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 maybe because he has to be forced to compete or whatever. You know, uh, this is a Patriot right now. There's no loyalty. It's about. Performing the best to your ability. This is about being the best player of your position. This is not about loyalty anymore. The the Lions' way of doing business; those days are over now. And business Tulloch, is, is business, huh?
2: Business is business.
3: Yeah, I mean it's different now. Uh, this is not the Lions of the uh, '80s and '90s or the last decade anymore. It's, it's a different era now. And uh, you know, Tulloch and several other guys need to get to the, get to the program. It's a different culture now, and it should be, because this team has given too many allowance to players over the over the last three decades. three Over three decades. So, you know what? If Tulloch has a problem, good riddance and get out. It's not like he was anything great anyway.
1: Absolutely.
3: I, I can't come up with a great play by Tulloch ever. I mean, all I know is this guy was a penalty machine.
2: Yeah, he tweeted on Twitter uh uh, hourglass, hourglass. I'm waiting like everyone else.
3: Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, I'm sure everybody else is, is waiting for him to get out too. It's not only just us. I'm sure a lot of Lions fans are tired of him. So yeah, get good riddance. I mean I mean it's not like he was anything great for the Lions, so whatever. What did
2: you what did you think of the uh Pittsburgh Penguins uh winning winning uh their fourth Stanley Cup in franchise history? they that they proved too much for the San Jose Sharks, who uh, gave gave them quite a fight. But the Penguins won in six. The Sharks staved staved off elimination in Game Five in Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh responded with a four two win at SAP Center in San Jose on the West Coast in California. Um, Sidney Crosby, uh, as much as as much as most hockey fans hate him, as,
3: he as, was great in the series. Uh, I mean, he was great if, in the playoffs
2: yeah, he, that's why he won the Consummate Trophy. That's what I was going to mention.
1: And, yeah,
3: uh, and you know yeah. what? I think Sidney Crosby needs to win another cup. I mean, if you're a great player, you've got to win more than one championship. You've got to get at least two or three. If you want to be the best in your craft, if you want to be the best in your position in any sport, you've got to win more than one championship. I think Sidney needs to get at least at least another one. When you see guys like Jonathan Tate or Patrick Kane, or Ant you know, anti Copazar when I mean, they winning more than one cup. You got if you're a City because you gotta do better than just one. And he came through and he was great in the series. I mean, you know, over the years he has come up lame in playoff games, but this year's been very good. Not just him, but everybody on the Penguins. So give them credit, they they performed. I didn't think they would win the cup, but you know, they just played better since their series against the Rangers and they never left up let up. I think when they took care of the Capitals, I think I started to think the Penguins were going to win it all.
1: Yep,
2: Las Vegas odds have the Penguins uh, repeating as Stanley Cup champions.
3: It may happen, but it's hard. It's hard to repeat as champs in Stanley Cup champs. But yeah, no team,
2: no team has ever repeated as Stanley Cup champions since '97 and '98 when the Red Wings did it. Our,
3: our Red Wings. (laughs) That makes that makes you appreciate the naive veterans even more because let's face it, Taylor, it's hard to win the Cup now because of so many ice minutes, so many um, stamina, the travel, the short work of practices. You know, and then you got to travel around the country with the Stanley Cup. It's uh, it's just it, it, it's grueling and it it takes a toll. Look at the Blackhawks uh, this year; it took a toll on them this year. It was pretty obvious. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy to win championships, and I think that's the one part fans don't get sometimes. It's, it's not very easy. I mean, uh, sometimes you get too spoiled. I, I, it's not easy winning a championship. It really isn't. And, but You will, you like to win at least one, though. You know, if you're the Tigers, you need to get at least one championship. When you have a guy like Miguel and Justin Rolander on the team, you got to get at least one
1: and Tigers, are still book,
3: and Tigers are still, listen, this has been a fine year, but you want really success, you got to win a championship. When you have a guy like Miguel Cabrera or Justin Roland on your team, you got to win at least one. At least one. Maybe they can get it done this year or next year, but time is running out for this group.
2: Yeah, I agree. So, Yeah, they, they still have not won the World Series since 1984. We... We both know that. Yeah. Um,
3: T- 2012 was disappointing. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to get upset about 2012. 2000, was it 2012 when they played the Giants? Yeah, 2012. Oh,
2: 2012. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they got swept, yeah.
3: That was so disappointing. They stunk in the Wolves. Series.
2: series was a crock of crap. And,
3: and you knew it was over, and Prince Fielder was out at home in Game 1. That's when I knew this was over. But it wasn't, you know, 2006, you could be okay with losing. Uh, to the Cardinals, and it, because this was their first time in this. But to lose to the Giants and get swept at home, I mean that's disappointing. And then to lose to the the year before, that that was also disappointing. And losing to the Red Sox in the LCS, that was disappointing too.
2: That that was a series. Uh, that was the year after they got swept by by yeah. SF. Yeah,
3: that was a series the Tigers chewed out beaten. Tigers showed one game two against the Red Sox, yeah. and they just didn't get one. They should have won Game 4, too.
2: Except in Game 2, they didn't score a damn run.
3: Yeah. I mean, these losses... These, you remember these losses more than victories. Uh, this is why winning a championship is so important, because... Uh, uh, here's a game you
2: know, Here's a game they should have won, Game 4.
3: At least yeah. they stay alive. They should have won. Once they lost Game 4, I knew it was over. They were not winning a game in They Boston. still would have lost this series anyway. Yeah. Because uh,
1: they're...
2: Cause they're, they're they're uh, not nearly as in- not nearly as consistent. Uh, not They were not nearly as, as consistent as the Giants were.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's disappointing no matter how you slice it. I mean, you can't just say getting to the World Series. Mean, when you have a guy like Miguel Cabrera and Justin Woodlander who are high aspirations, such as winning a championship, it's not good enough. I mean, Justin Willander and Miguel Cabrera they didn't go work hard just to make to the World they wanted to win it all. So yeah, it is a disappointment, but I mean, this team should be remembered fondly. But you know, you got to win a championship, too. It's just the reality of sports. Yeah. are judged by championships, fair or not. At least win one. At least win mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I mean,
2: and, and, and I feel at, this nation, and and it, and, and the react, and the reality is always out there. Yeah. Uh, speaking
3: of the, championships... Yeah. go ahead. So you look at the Royals, right? They do. That franchise will be beloved because they won a championship last year. The White Sox of 2005, they will always be beloved because they won it all that year. Nobody even remembers falling close. No one. Okay? It means nothing we don't win at all. I mean, that's why, you know, the last few years have been disappointing for the Tigers, Taylor. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It's all about that World Series championship but speaking of championships, uh, the NBA finals, the Golden State Warriors had a chance to uh, clinch it on their own, own home court. That could have been a route, but uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers came, came prepared in desperation mode, while the Golden State Warriors were just uh, uh, were trying were, were at least trying to put the Cleveland Cavaliers away. But uh, the Cavaliers managed to stave off elimination with a 112-97 win in Game Five. To force a Game Six back in Cleveland at Quick and Loans Arena, I believe uh, Game Six. What? Yeah, Game Six. Oh, well, game Six um, is
3: Wednesday. Game Six is Wednesday. When, played Game Five tonight.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah let, let me check NBA.com and check the schedule and see if we're correct on that one.
3: I, I got to tell you, I haven't watched one minute of the NBA Finals. I'm just so in. I'm just so in. I'm good with the Tigers right now. It is Thursday.
2: It's Thursday at 9.
3: Game 5? Game 6. When is Game 5? Was Game 5 tonight? Yeah, Game 5 was was tonight. I I was talking about Game 6. Oh, Taylor, this is so stupid these days off. It really is stupid. How do you gain momentum? How do you get good performance? We're going to have the NBA Finals all
2: game long, uh, uh, all month long in June? Come on. Just get it over with now.
3: I mean, when we were kids, it it never stayed that long. It never stayed that long. You never oh. get a long day off. What is this? It's not even good for the game. It's not good.
2: It's, for yeah, it's, the, it, it's it's making us seasick. It, it's like it's like it's almost it's making us seasick for, for like the rest of our lives.
3: I mean, no, it's like nobody cares. There's a reason why I don't know. Not many people care because these long day layoffs. I mean. You've got to wait, what, two days more for another game? I, I, I can't do that. I can't. Unless it's the Pistons there. I, I'm not going to watch a final where I have to wait two days. No. I mean, it's just stupid. It really is.
2: I would rather have an NBA Finals game on, a, on consecutive days than have two days of rest
3: I like yes, every, yes.
2: Like every, between every game.
3: Baseball doesn't, Taylor, baseball doesn't right having back-to-back games. And back in the day, baseball used to spread big games off, too. But during the playoffs, you get back-to-back games now. And, and that's refreshing in so many ways. You don't want to wait forever.
2: Baseball, baseball has a three-game series and a four-game series and a two-game oh. series.
3: Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about in the playoffs.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, you get back-to-back game one and two, then you get a day off, then you get game three, four, and five, then you get a day off, then game six and seven. That's the way you should do it. You can't have a long layoffs. I-, I know it's TV thing, but how does it help the product? How does it make the product good? How do you get fans, you know? Yeah, does, that's,
2: not, that's not Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner.
3: Now, he's got to figure that out, because you cannot have long layoffs. You just did. I didn't even know Game 6 was Thursday. That's that's, that's not good. I was hoping it Wednesday, just so we can get some... I mean, there's no reason to have any more days off.
2: Want to know something twice as stupid? Game 7, if necessary, is Sunday at 8.
3: <clears throat> yeah, just for TV ratings. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You want to have it on Sunday on the, on the day it's ratings? I... Mean, ah. I mean, listen. Oh, people are gonna watch games. Listen, people are gonna watch game seven, okay? But it shouldn't have to wait this long. It shouldn't have to go this long. No. It's, it's disappointing. Man, I mean, how do you sell a product when you go have a product where you have to wait two, three days? I mean, this is inexcusable and unacceptable, Taylor.
2: Yeah, it's it's unacceptable. It's just pathetic. It's just stupid of uh, yeah. Adam Silver to 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 do something like that.
3: Yeah, mm. Yeah. But uh we'll see what Cleveland does on Thursday. If they win Thursday, then you got you got something to watch Sunday night. I mean hopefully it's game seven because I like to see the Cavaliers win the championship to be honest with you, because I like to see that city finally win the championship, you know? Mm hmm. Even if uh, even if the Pistons and Cavaliers are don't like each other, you want to. Uh, I'd like to see Cleveland finally end this, you know, their championship Just so I don't have to hear it anymore.
2: All right. Well, I uh, I think we have rounded everything up.
3: Yeah, just a couple more things I want to add here. Uh, let me start with Michael Fulner. Uh Man, it's been fun watching him pitch. It's been fun seeing him grow up to be a big time starter. It's fun to see what he's doing, and he's a master of his craft. He's an artist on the mound. I mean, him getting out of jams, it never gets old. He's a pitcher, Taylor. Michael Fulmer has become a legitimate starter. He has earned his name in the rotation now, and that's what I hope for Matt Boyd, and that's what I want to see. But when Matt Boyd gives you a performance like this, you know, I can't get excited. But you can be excited for Michael Fulmer because we may have a star in the making. He, I, I knew he was going to be good, but I didn't think he would be this good this quickly. Taylor. I mean, I was hoping he would be this good, but now he is, and it's a great thing. That's, to me, that's the fun part of the season, Taylor. Seeing uh, Michael fullman do good. Yeah, he uh, he
2: he continued his uh, shutout streak of uh, of uh 3rd consecutive in consecutive. Uh, Scoreless, scoreless innings, streak. scoreless innings, yeah, yeah. yeah um been so good, man. Let me I mean, let me look at the game day log on that. He got a he got another win. The box yeah. score says six innings pitched. He going into that game, he was he was at twenty two and a third consecutive scoreless innings streaks. At, uh scoreless innings, now he's at twenty eight and a third.
3: Yeah. If you I mean, do the he's math, been, he's just been so good. It's just fun watching him pitch, I mean. I mean, I knew the Tigers would win, and I knew he would get out yeah. of the game. Because I trust him. I know what he's doing. I can't say the same for Matt Boyd anymore.
2: I, I know. But and, uh, Michael Fulmer, 252 ERA now. Yeah. He's got to be in the All-Star game. I mean, come on.
3: Well, we'll see what happens. But I'm not worried about him being an All-Star. I just want him to continue to improve. I mean, right. and I tell you, you know who should be in the All-Star game? Ian Kinfoot. He'd be that's, not in the All-Star game. there should, should not be an All-Star game.
2: No, there should not be an All-Star game. No. I mean,
3: what a season. I'm just saying that for fun. Yeah. Well, what a season Ian Kinsler has had, though. I mean, ever since he hit the Grand Slam against the Angels two weeks ago, he has taken his game to another level, Taylor. He has just performed like an MVP candidate. And he did it again tonight, hitting a home run off Gabe Seals, a leadoff home run to start the game. So it's fun. Well, I love Ian Kinsler. This is his best year as a Tiger. This is a guy who is a gamer, this is a guy that will give you everything he got. This is a guy you can trust. This is a guy who just does everything. This was Dave, one of Dave Dombrowski's best trades, trading, dumping Prince Fielder for Ian Not only just dumping Prince's salary and getting a warm body with him, but a productive warm body.
2: Absolutely. that That is... Uh,
3: He's one of my favorite Tigers, card. Taylor. hmm Yep. He's just, a, I mean, he, I mean... You know, I just love watching Ian Kinsley play baseball. He's just a... I knew he was going to be good. I mean, he he was... A, I always liked him in Texas, so to get him was good. And, and you know, getting Fomer and Sessa for... Sessa, this was another David Dombrowski's best trade. And one thing about David Dombrowski, he knows how to master the art of trading. That's something nobody can deny, even David Dombrowski's critics. All right, well... uh, well was, uh, was a good talk, uh, as always, man. Uh, this was a great talk, as always, Taylor.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be back at it on Wednesday, okay?
2: Wednesday. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, looks like I'll take this one alone because Lewis is not. Lewis is not uh, on on Tuesday. Uh, uh, Lewis is not on until Wednesday either.
3: Yeah.
2: Um,
1: yeah.
3: Yeah, Wednesday oh. was a good start, because that's through, I'll be watching the game next Wednesday anyway, because tomorrow I'll be in Jehovah's Witnesses, so it'll be Wednesday night.
1: Mhm.
3: And then Thursday I'll be on, too.
2: Yep, that's true.
3: Well, so, uh, have a good evening, all right?
2: All right. Thank, good thank night, you too. for being on. Yep, thank
0: you. Oh, my
3: pleasure. Thank you. Bye.
0: Yep. Thank you for the call. So that was uh, Leslie Montero.
2: And I'm Taylor Phillips. You can follow uh, Leslie Montero at DisgustedNYER and at Lover of Detroit. And you can follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips with two L's, D as in dog, T as in toy, the number two, Phillips with two L's, P H I L L I P S. I will will be on, on the air alone, unless I can get someone on the air, tomorrow night at midnight. For another edition of, of the Michigan Sports Truth post game edition, this has been episode 58, 58. Back in Back in 22 hours for episode 59. ETFN, ta ta for now.
1: Well, that about wraps it up for now. <laughs>